I wanted to introduce our guest speaker today. His name is Reverend Emmanuel Apia. I got a chance to talk to him for about two, three hours earlier this week about the Lord, and I really believe we could have spoken well into the night, but eventually um, I started getting texts that my family was wondering where I was. So <laughs> we cut it short and went home. But he is the senior pastor at Faith Evangelical Missionary Church in a place I've never heard of, uh, Swift Current, Saskatchewan, Canada, which he has told me gets to 40 degrees below. So it's kind of a place I don't want to hear of. Uh, <laughs> no offense, but it sounds awfully cold. He's also the founder and the president of the Shepherd's Christian Center for Spiritual Renewing. Get this, listen up. He is building a study center for pastors and evangelists in his home country of Ghana. He is married to his beautiful wife, Bertha, and he's blessed with two children, Kathleen and Emmanuel. Originally from Ghana, West Africa, will you welcome with me Reverend Emmanuel Apia? Good morning. Let me share this. I have been in Canada for 14 years. And before the Lord gave me this church to be the senior pastor, I decided to visit as many churches as I can to observe and to experience different worship styles. And I found that many, many of the churches have what they call worship team. And I found out that they were performers, while the other members of the congregation were observers. Like in the theater, we have the performers, and then we have those who go there to watch. But I believe that authentic worship is where everybody in the service or in the congregation takes part in the worship. And this, I find it here today. I saw it last Sunday, but I was waiting to see. And I have found it again today that everyone was trying to be part of the worship. And this is what God wants us to be. He doesn't want observers. He wants participants. Because observers are worried. We thank God for giving us the grace to live at least for today. And we will agree with the prophet Jeremiah who says that because of God's great love, we are not yet consumed. For his compassion never fails. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So how are you today? Yeah, great. 
I pray that you continue to enjoy and experience God's love, compassion, grace, faithfulness, and what have you. And I bring you greetings from my family, from my church, and from my organization, the Shepherd's Christian Center. Uh, With the Lord put on my heart to build this study center to encourage pastors to do the work the Lord has given them. And so keep us in your prayers. Let me also thank Pastor Dan and the leadership of the church for giving me this opportunity to share with you the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you very much, sir, and God bless you. Well, I want us to look at a story uh, in Exodus chapter 3 and chapter 4, but because there are a whole lot we have to do, so I want somebody to read. In fact, I like doing that involving uh, people when I'm preaching, and so somebody should just read uh, chapter 4, Exodus chapter 4, verses 1 to 5, and then verses 17 to 20. Exodus, whoever gets up first, you read. Exodus chapter 4, verses 1 to 5, and then you jump to verses 17 to 20. Seventeen to twenty. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for times like this. Father, in the name of Jesus, I commit your people to you. I ask that, Lord, you open the eyes of their understanding to understand your word. Heavenly Father, I am an unprofitable servant. I pray that in the name of Jesus, you use me to glorify your name. That at the end of your message, we shall all receive salvation that comes through your word. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Have you ever considered how can it be that people meet you or see you as a normal, ordinary person, but then... The next time they see or meet you, 
The Lord has made you a different person, a new person, in a supernatural manner, such that the way you do your things, the thoughts you share, they wonder, where did you get these things from? Someone will say, it is the Lord. Because God is involved. Because God has touched the person. This morning, I want to share with you from the passage that we have read on the topic, what's that in your hand? What's that in your hand? And remember Moses was a Jew or a Hebrew guy who confronted God. And God asked him, what's that in your hand? The Bible story reveals that there were a people called Hebrews, they were in Egypt. And then while in Egypt, their lives turned sore. Why? Because a new king who came and who did not know much of these guys was not happy about them. And so he turned them into slaves. And made their lives worse, worse, and worse. Moses was one of these guys, but he happened to be growing in the house or the family or the palace of the king. By an act of God, Moses grew up in the palace of God. Sorry, in the palace of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Bible continues that Moses went out one day to go and see the work his people were doing as slaves. And while there, he saw that one of the Egyptians was fighting one of his people, a Hebrew guy. Not happy about that, Moses went in to the defense of his countryman. And what happened was that Moses took justice into his hand, killed the Egyptian, buried him in the sand. Later, Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, got to know of this and wanted to kill Moses. The Bible continues that Moses heard of it and ran away to a place called Midian. And in Midian, he found himself being a shepherd, tending the flock or the sheep of the priest of Midian by name Jethro. Moses had to run away for his life. And one day, one day, one day, 
when Moses was tending the flock, when he was feeding the sheep, he saw at a distance that there was fire. And this fire was burning, which today we call the burning bush. The burning, the bush was burning, but it was not burned up. It wasn't consumed. And so Moses went there to see. Out of curiosity. And it would also be bravery. Because if you are not brave, and you see fire burning a bush, and it is not burning, you better not go there. <laughs> but Moses, because he was brave, he went. Well, I take it as that God was drawing him to himself. And so, he heard the voice, Moses, 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 and he responded. And God revealed himself to him. And in revealing himself to Moses, God let him know his plan of why he has revealed himself to him. God revealed to him that there is something I want you to do. That is why I brought you closer to me. There is a plan I have. And I want to make you as an agent of that plan. Hallelujah. So God said, Moses, I have heard all that is going on in the lives of my people, the Hebrews. I know what they are going through. I have heard their cry. And I want you to go and bring them out. This is my plan. And I want you to be an agent. Let me say here that I don't know what you are going through. Or you may be going through. But I want to tell you for sure. That God knows and He cares. He loves you. All that you are going through, God knows. Don't, don't kill yourself. Don't harm yourself. Don't allow your situation to influence you. To harm others. For God is on the way coming. He is sending to you your Moses. To get you out. From your predicament. Just hang in there. He is on the way coming. Permit me at this moment. Let's be silent. For a moment, for what happened in Sandy Hood Elementary School. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
recommend Sandy Hook Elementary School to you. We know you care, you love these children and the teachers and everyone who was involved. But it will allow it to happen. Yet, your love is still there. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we commit everyone who is involved, who is hurt, who is traumatized, who is afraid, that you grant them your comfort and your peace. Lord, give your protection to your children. And let your name be glorified because you care in Jesus' name. Whatever we go through, God knows. And he cares. Amen? Amen. Whatever you are going through, he knows. And he cares. God loves us. And his love is everlasting. And everything that God wants to do, He wants to involve His people He has created. Because in creation, God created man and woman as His image, not the other things. And so everything God wants to do that involves salvation or redemption, God wants to involve His people. God loves that. He created all things. And he called Adam. Say, Adam, give them names. And he gave them names. And all the names that we are using today came from Adam. Thank you, Adam. And so he is at this time in the episode in Exodus is using Moses as part of his plan to go and get the people out. Because he wants to get them out and be free from oppression and affliction. And God did this. He said, Moses, what is in your hand after all the blah, 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 blah that Moses was taking God through. He said, what is in your hand? And then Moses said, a staff. Other readings of the Bible version say rod. But whatever it is, say a staff. Put it down. He put it down. And it changed to a snake. Lifted up by the tail. He lifted it up and it changed back to the staff. And so... The staff that was in the hands of Moses, God transformed it and it became the staff of God. 
the common became the miraculous. What's that in your hand? God told Moses to go out there and get the people out. And by the staff of Moses, a lot of miracles happened. Moses stretched the staff by the instruction of God on the sea. And the sea divided into two. And the people of God walked through and no water touched their feet. But the same staff Moses stretched on the sea. And the sea went back to its original state. And the enemies were crushed. The enemies of the people of God were destroyed. Just by the act of God through the staff of God. What's that in your hand? Moses used the staff to hit a rock. And water came for the people to drink because they were thirsty. What's that in your hand? It was the staff of God. And Moses lifted it up. When it was coming down, his hands were tired and coming down. The people of Israel, they were losing the battle. When it was going up, they were winning. The common became the miraculous. What's that in your hand? In this episode, I want to propose that God can take the ordinary thing in our possession and turn it into an extraordinary way so that it will become a blessing for other people for the cause and the glory of God. God can take the ordinary thing in your hand, in my hand, and turn it to become supernatural and use it for the blessing of others to his glory. What's that in your hand? What do you have? What do you possess? And let me Let's lead and take some few of the things that we have in our hands. What's that in your hands? Your self-esteem. Self-esteem. Some people, including some Christians, want to protect their self-esteem such that They don't want to do anything for others to know that this is where they are. Maybe they are afraid. Some Christians will not even let people see them publicly that they are Christians. I have met a lot of them. Are you a Christian? They are afraid. They don't want people to know that they are Christians. 
They are protecting their self-esteem. In Matthew chapter 16, verses 24-25, Jesus says this. If anyone wants to come after me, let him or her deny himself or herself and take up his or her cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his or her life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life or her life for my sake shall find it. Self-esteem. Lay down your self-esteem before God. And he will transform it for the common to become miraculous. For the ordinary to become extraordinary. And you will be a blessing for others. Maybe you are finding it difficult to share your faith because you are afraid. You are afraid of being rejected. You are afraid of being mocked. You are afraid of being persecuted. And so you don't want to do that. I have something for you. You are not alone. You are not alone. Why? Because Peter, who was a disciple or a follower of Jesus, went through that. Peter was afraid during the trial of Jesus. A girl saw him and said, Sir, <laughs> you, you, you are you are part of this man. He denied that I don't know him. Even a relative of the guy whose ear Peter cut off told him, Peter, sir, I saw you in the garden of Gethsemane. Yet Peter said, <laughs> no, I don't know him. He denied. Peter denied he was trying to protect his self-esteem. And so he denied Jesus. And the same Peter, with the endowment of the power of the Holy Spirit, was bold enough to speak publicly that Jesus is the Son of God. And salvation will come from nowhere except Jesus. And the Bible says 3,000 people gave their lives to Christ. Hallelujah. The common has become miraculous. The ordinary has become extraordinary. The Holy Spirit has helped him to get the boldness and the excitement to talk about Christ. Will you lay your esteem before Christ? And he will make you bold enough to share the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. The common will become miraculous. And you will have the boldness and the delight to do the things of God. What's in your hand? Your time. Your time. 
There are people who don't have time for anything. Every day they will tell you, I don't have time. I don't have time to read the Bible. I don't have time to pray. I don't have time for Bible studies. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time to go to church. But the interesting thing is this. They have time to do things they find important to them. Your time. If you lay your time before God, He will transform your time such that there is everything you will do for the benefit of others to the glory of God. Because God has given us time to do every necessary thing we want to do. The 24 hours is enough. The 24 hours. I have sat down to calculate. I even put in more things. It is enough. Too much time. If you want to challenge me, I will meet you later after church. The 24 hours God has given us is enough for us to do any necessary thing we want to do. If only we will give our time to God. For the benefit of others. Oh, Jesus. We can be ashes. We can be volunteers. We can do anything for the cause of Christ. Because our time is in his hands. What's that in your hand? Your money. My money. If you will give your money, you lay it before God. God will transform your money for the, for the common to become miraculous and for the natural to become supernatural. And your money will be the money of God. The little you will give from your heart, God will bless to help others. And if you know you have enough, don't say, oh, I'm giving uh, from my heart, and then you give little. Give more if you can. Because you have given your money for God to transform it, to bless not only you, but to bless others also. The common will become miraculous. You know, the Bible says Jesus blessed five loaves of bread and two fish to feed how many people? 5,000 people. And even more, because the Bible says 5,000 Plus children and women, which means more than 5,000. The common became the miraculous. The natural 
became the supernatural. Because the little boy gave his lunch. He put it before God. And he transformed it to feed others. If you give your money, if you say, Jesus, here is my money, I lay before you. And as you, as you give out to help others, to help the church, the common will become miraculous. What do you have? What's that in your hand? Your house. If you lay your house, if you put your house before God and say, God, this is my house, I'll give it to you. He will transform the common to become miraculous. The natural to become the supernatural. And your house, which contains or holds a family, will become a house of families where people will turn to for blessing. Because God will transform your house from common to miraculous. And from natural to supernatural. And people will be flocking to your house for blessing. What is that in your possession? What do you have? What is that in your hand? Your talent, intellect, voice, vehicle, ability, strength, and what have you? Are you ready to put what you possess or what you have before God? For him to transform it. To change it. To bless you and to bless others. Because this is what God wants us to be. To be a blessing to others. God does not want us to be selfish. He wants us to share. And this is what the author of what's so amazing about grace, uh, Philip Yancey. Philip Yancey says that we should be dispensers of grace. Because God has given us grace. And so we have to share. We have to dispense the grace that we have. We are not to hold the grace unto ourselves. We are to share. And above all things that we have, we are to give our lives. We are to lay our lives before God and say, God, here am I. Take my life and change it. For the common to become miraculous. For the natural to become supernatural.
give your life. And if you give your life, people around us will see Jesus in us. Yes, they will see Jesus in you. I was standing somewhere in Regina when I first came to Canada. And while I was standing there waiting for somebody to pick me up, I saw an elderly person, a lady, on a scooter. And she kept coming to me, and I was going backwards, and she kept coming, and I was going backwards. So I realized that I have to stop. So I stopped, and this woman said, I am 83 years old, 83 years old. Never have I doubted God in my life. I heard a voice saying, go to that man, he is a Christian. And so who are you? I said, Mom, yes, I'm a Christian. He said, this is my number. Call me. And so I called her. And I became a son to her. Until she passed away about four years ago. And dare me if I fail to go there. She will call and yell at me. What are you doing? Come here. If you give your life, people will see Jesus in you. They will see Jesus in you and testify. Because the common has become miraculous. Love spring church right i see thousands of people coming to this church if we will give our lives to god if we will allow him let everything we have for him to change for the common to become miraculous god will bring the increase. Because the light is going to radiate and people from afar will see the light and they want to see what is happening in last spring. Because the common has become miraculous. And the natural has become supernatural. Moses laid his staff before God And God turned it. And the staff of Moses became the staff of God. What if Moses decided not to obey God? After the instruction, what if Moses had decided, (laughs) I'm not going to put anything down. His staff would not, would not have changed 
to become supernatural. Think about it. If Moses have not obeyed the instruction, nothing would have happened. Let's remember, Abraham obeyed. That says the Lord. The Bible says, Abraham obeyed and he became the father of nations. And today, Abraham is still the father of all those who have faith in Christ. The father of nations and the father of faith. Because he obeyed God. Today, in our world, today, in our cities, in our country, even in our homes, there are lots of people who are crying. They are oppressed and afflicted. They are crying inside here. We need to go out there. To tell them the good news that God cares. That God is on his way. And God is not going to use anyone. But he's going to use you. 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 Are you ready to go? Are you ready to lay your staff? For the common to become miraculous. For the natural to become supernatural. And the Holy Spirit of God will give you the boldness. And all fear will be gone. And the delight will come. And as pastor said, if you give me two hours, I can talk. Because I have the delight and the boldness of God. Because of the Spirit of God by His grace. Are you ready? I invite you to lay your life, your time, your money, everything in your possession before God. For the benefit of others. We need to go out there. And tell people that God cares. And he is on his way coming. A lady by name Frances Ridley Havagard. Wrote a hymn. Take my life and let it be. And he says. Take my life and let it be consecrated Lord to thee. Take my moments and my days, let them, let them flow in ceaseless praise. Take my hands and let them move at the impulse of thy love. Take my feet and let them be swift and beautiful for thee. Take my voice and let me sing always only for my king. Take my lips and let them be filled with the messages from thee. Take my silver and my gold, not a mite will I withhold. Take my intellect and use every power as thy shall choose. 
take my will and make it thine, it shall be no longer mine. Take my heart, it is thy own, it shall be thy royal throne. Take my love, my Lord, I pour at thy feet its treasure store. Take myself, and I will be ever only all for thee. Jesus has shown us the example. We are in Christmas. He came as a gift of God to us. And he laid down his life so that through that forgiveness of sin and redemption are available for those who will believe and accept Christ. And I'm not talking about church going. I'm talking about accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Having a personal relationship with Jesus. As you go out from here, I want you to remember that if we give or lay our lives before God, anything that we have before God, He will turn it for the common to become miraculous, for the natural to become supernatural, for the blessings of others. And you will become a man of God or a woman of God or a youth of God. And your heart will become the heart of God because you are giving your heart to Him. And your money will become the money of God. And your house will become the house of God. And people will be coming to you for answers they cannot find. Because God has given you his spirit. And so you have everything. Pastor, forgive me. We are going to sing all to Jesus as surrender. And I invite you to come forward and give your life to Christ. If you need boldness, come forward. So please join me to sing, All to Jesus I Surrender. All to Jesus I Surrender. Say 
I want you to move forward as we continue singing. That we will pray for you that God will give you His Spirit to empower you and to give you the delight for the things of God. Oh, to Jesus I surrender to Him I freely give I will ever love and trust Him in His presence daily The Bible says today is a day of salvation. Today is the day you have to give your life to Christ. Today is the day you have to have a personal relationship with Christ. And your life is going to be different. The common is going to be something you will not understand. Oh, I surrender, I surrender, just open your heart, oh, to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender. I surrender. Oh, I surrender. God says, if you open your heart and seek me, if you seek me from your heart, you will see me and find me. And I will show you things you have never seen and things you do not understand. I am going to show you and give you. This is the day for you. Give your life to Jesus. Let's sing one more. Oh, to Jesus I surrender. Oh, to Him I freely give. I will Love and trust Him in His presence. May the elders of the church come. I surrender. The elders of the church, please come around. I surrender. At this time, as you stand, and even as you sit there, I want you to be quiet and look to Jesus. See Him. 
stretching his hands for you. See him stretching his hands to hold you. <laughs> See him stretching his hands to hold you. He loves you. He cares for you. Give your life right now. Emmanuel. Um, as you, what you're saying, what, it, what it's doing is it's stirring up that call of God that you know is on your life. And there are those of us in this room that have never surrendered to that call of God on your life. And even now, I mean, we're singing this song and singing this song and... And whether it's fear or doubt or anxiety or self-esteem, there's something that is keeping you from surrendering to the Lord and answering his call in your life. I feel that so heavy on me that there are those of you in this room that he loves so much who have never surrendered to his call in your life. And he snapped his finger, and I just pray that on the snap of a finger, in eternity would be one. And the snap of a finger, you could have eternal life that God wants to give you. That you could allow God to take the natural and make it supernatural. That you could allow God to take what you have, the ordinary, and make it extraordinary. But it's a decision that you would have to make. He has a call in your life, but you have to accept God's call in your life. To accept Him as that personal Savior. To accept Him as your Lord and your Master. And I, I just want to say that we're not done yet. I just feel that. That there are still those that, um, that Jesus wants to radically change for eternity. And He has things for them to do. And it's time to get in the game. <laughs> All to Jesus I surrender. All to Him I freely. If that's you, come forward. I'd love to pray with you. I will ever love and trust Him. His presence deliver. I surrender. You know, God loves you. God loves you. He has time for you. He has time for you. Don't allow yourself to be deceived. Break it and stand up and come. Because God wants you to be His. He wants you to be a follower and not a fan. Come forward. I surrender. Oh Jesus, I surrender. Do you see Jesus stretching His hands? All to thee, my breath. Folks, Jesus is stretching his hand. Do you see it? 
Do you see it? First, Jesus is stretching his hand. Do you see it? I surrender. I surrender all to thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender. Jesus, you are the one who saves. These are your people, Jesus. The Lord, as they have come, Lord, but as they have come in the name of Jesus, Lord, as they have come in the name of Jesus, Lord, Holy Spirit, sign upon your people, Lord. Holy Spirit, sign upon your people, Lord. For as they have come, Lord, as they have obeyed, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit of God is sent. Spirit of God is sent. Spirit of God is sent. Spirit divine is sent. Let it sign upon your people, Lord. Descend upon your people, Lord. Descend upon your people, Lord. Descend, Lord. Descend. The divine descend. Descend upon your people. Descend upon your people. Descend upon your people. The divine descend. Descend and touch their hearts. Break, Lord. Break, Lord. Break, Lord. Break, break the chains. Release your people, Lord. Release your people, Lord. Give them the boldness and the delight, Lord. Fill their hearts. 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 For how can we do this? Except you are with us. And Lord, I commit your servant, Pastor Dan, to you. As an agent, Lord, of your plan for the church here and for your people here. I pray, Lord, that in the name of Jesus, Lord, endow him with the power of your spirit, Lord, and every tool that he needs for the work, Lord, grant your servant. Lord, let the common become miraculous. And let the natural be supernatural. And Lord, as he speaks, as he speaks, as he speaks, oh, hallelujah. <laughs> oh, God. Your blessing and your love will be felt. And your people will be saved. And Lord, as we go out there, the light that is shining right now, Lord, the light, Lord, let it follow us. 
Let the light lead us. Let the light be beside us. Let the light be in us, O God. To your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.